0: This week on Minnesota Native News, Ojibwe tribes take a stand for wild rice and a sculpture takes shape at the Walker Art Center. In early June, Enbridge Energy applied for a permit to displace 5 billion gallons of water to make way for its new pipeline. Lori Stern reports on the reaction.
1: The new permit says Enbridge can remove 10 times what the original permit allowed – Tribes say it was rushed through, and that it's unacceptable. This is Alan Roy, Secretary Treasurer of White earth nation. i I'm obligated, and the tribal council is obligated to stand up for wild rice by by tribal law. The tribes say pulling water as Enbridge installs new pipe threatens their manoomin, especially in this year of heat and drought. Delegates to the recent Minnesota Chippewa Tribe Executive Council meeting urged tribal leadership to fight back. Renee Kieser is an environmental scientist for White Earth. The whole water table is dropping, and it's affecting everything because all of our waters are connected. And we are going to see such a dramatic biodiversity loss with all the plants, the trees. We're losing our fish, our lakes are drying up, and we're losing our rice, and the tribes were not properly consulted. Enbridge and the DNR say the water will go right back into the ground, not far from where it's removed. A DNR spokesperson says the dewatering, quote, will not have any measurable impact on surface waters near the Line 3 construction sites. So Enbridge and the DNR are saying the measures they're taking do not threaten wild rice or the lake levels. Well, we have scientists, too and we also have sovereignty. We're gonna work our way through this and we're just gonna keep pressing forward.
0: A major sculpture by Dakota artists celebrates language, land, and connection. Lori Stern reports it'll
1: occupy an important place at the Walker Art Center Sculpture Garden. The installation is called Occhiapi and will sit in the northwest part of the Sculpture Garden between the street and the iconic Spoon and Cherry. That's the same spot where the infamous scaffold sculpture stood before it was taken down. This is the walker's executive director, Mary Sarudi.
0: After scaffold was dismantled and we had many conversations over actually many months with Dakota Elters, one of the things that the walker um, committed to doing was to commission a piece for the Sculpture Guard.
1: Sculptor Angela Two Stars says it mattered to her that the selection committee was comprised of indigenous curators.
0: Because I kind of recognized, you know, when I was selected, that there was like a need for healing, that my work had kind of this responsibility uh, of healing people that had been harmed and hurt.
1: Two Stars is a member of the Sisseton-Wahpeton Oyate. She grew up on a reservation in northeastern South Dakota and has only lived in the Twin Cities a few years. She says she feels welcomed by Dakota elders here, who have helped her learn the Dakota language, a cause to which her grandfather was devoted.
0: And he'd he'd spent uh, 15 years of his elder years working for our language program. And when he passed away, it was a big loss, not only just to our family, for him as an individual, but to our language community, because all that knowledge that he had of the language was like gone.
1: So Occhiapia is, among other things, a tribute to Angela Star's grandfather, Orson Bernard. The sculpture will have arcs of concrete that form concentric circles around a water installation. The arcs will be inscribed with Dakota words and phrases. From above, it will look like a circular maze.
0: I, I wanted it to be a space that people could be in. Like I wanted to have people like be like immersed in the language, like to see it and hear it and just be in it. I always try to do things that are um, accessible to children because I have children, they're my inspiration. And also the future of our language lies within our youth. And so I wanted to have children being able to climb on these, you know, seating areas and they're going to run through it. But also for people to be able to kind of navigate this area like they're on a labyrinth journey. We're thrilled. It's, It's super exciting. We're very excited. October's going to
1: be a nice month. Chiapi will open October 8th to the Indigenous community and October 9th for the general public. For Minnesota Native News, I'm Lori Stern.
0: Minnesota Native News is produced by Ampers, diverse radio for Minnesota's communities, made possible by funding from the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund and the citizens of Minnesota.